What up, T Swift? This is all the music things. It's been a few weeks. My computer died. Um, I still don't have a new computer. So we had to figure this out. So we're doing this. Uh, we got this. Using the PlayStation and our tools that we have to our at our disposal. It's me and Chizzy. Chizad. We're going to talk about some music. It's, it's been a minute. It's Spooktober. Let's get into some music, guys. And we're back from break with my cigarette. <laughs> Where are we going? You want to hit it? Hit it. Did you listen to the new Chili Peppers album yet? No, it's in my to-do list. Oh. Oh. He was on, it's... Anthony Kiedis was on Joe Rogan this week, though. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you watch it, listen to it? He's an interesting cat, yeah. Well, I got some funny-ass story about him. Very unique. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he is interesting. <laughs> um, I know. So... <laughs> So I think I had one of these songs off their new album. I always, I always have music playing at my desk at work. Um, I always make like a playlist for the next day or whatever. I just sh- so it's different stuff each day, kind of. I shuffle and I just add it to the playlist. So I just and I build it differently. Um, but one of these last week or something, one of the songs. I think it was probably this song or something. Um, came on. And one of my coworkers, uh, lady I work with, she's a little younger than me and you, a couple of years. All right. All right. And she's like, oh, is that? I was like, she's like, is that the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, funny story. Me and some girlfriends were on vacation. We were in Hawaii a few years ago on the beach. And this guy comes up and starts hitting on us. Nice, and nice. she's like, and she, it was so weird. He had a mustache and she's like, he just started like trying to pick up on us. And we, we kind of like kind of told him to fuck off or something, you know, whatever. And they realized it was actually Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's known for doing that. Like, I don't think, I don't know if he's married or what, but he, he'll go to the beach so. and just like, fuck. Yeah, even though he's a he's he's a he's a he's a ladies man type of he's like a Ron Burgundy character. <laughs> That's what it kind of makes me think of. And he's always at the beach. Like, he he's of course he's at the bunch. beach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Line. He probably lives at the beach. This is an interesting song. Back to this song. I mean he's smoking his cigarette or something. My cigarette. The it was like a it's a keyboard. It's like a haunting sound on the keyboard. Obviously, some bluesy guitar, like groovy. Almost like some pipes. Psychedelic as shit. This out al- yeah. the album cover is psychedelic looking. The album itself is kind of psychedelic. It, this album is different than the previous one that just came out a year ago. In their album, they just put an album out last year. Double, yeah. 
Yeah, and they and both albums are over an hour long. Like this one's like an hour and twelve minutes or something. Seventeen songs, yeah. Yeah, and they're both albums have been good. This is a good album. There's a lot. They're as long as like what Stadium Arcadium was. It's a lot of music, but I guess they. I mean, they got cooking making some music during the pandemic. I guess. And it makes me wonder, is it going to be four or five years before they put out another album now? Oh, we got uh, some... What's that? It didn't seem that way, based on sort of his tale of how it went. They just, on they just were going, and that's why they ended it's up with, you know, four albums. So much? Yeah. Wow. They've just been doing it. it everything was just... Yeah, when, the, when it's flowing, it's flowing. This little saxophone solo in here is pretty good. Yeah, right. That's There's that Ron Burgundy, you know, like, oh, what's up, ladies? My name's Anthony Kiedis. How was that? That's that. So next yeah. up, we got the new song. I haven't listened to this. This is my friend Steve, a.k.a. Meatbag. Oh, song's called We Got a... Okay. He was on our podcast once. I was trying to get him to join us for this episode, but whatever. That's right. So one of us. Okay. I'm pretty sure he plays all instruments on this. He's a, so I've always said his voice makes me think of uh, Brandon Boyd of Incubus in a way. Kind of his style makes me think of that a little bit. Yeah. Different. He's different. He's his own thing, but that's what I. That's the vibe I get. So he's got a new album out. I don't know. Meatbag. One word. M E A T B A G. The bag of meat. Kind of like meatloaf, but meatbag. Yeah. Name is Robert Paulson. That's a Fight Club reference and a meatloaf reference wrapped in one. Yeah. Yeah. It's an acoustic track. Quite. But there's like, quite some, so. he's got drums in there too. Like, uh, there's a tambourine. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know if he's using hot rods on that or whatever. Clickety clackities. Yeah. There's some. Oh yeah, there's some nice guitar work too. He's a good. He's just a solid musician. Solid, great drummer, great guitarist, good singer. He's doing the backing stuff also. Yeah, everything. Everything on this is him. Every instrument's him. It's kind of like. So I mean, one of his favorite, you know. The Foo Fighters are his favorite band. He was huge on Nirvana. Dave Grohl's his idol, you know. So Dave Grohl, obviously, the first uh, Foo Fighters album he did on his own. He did drums, guitar, vocals, bass. That's right, that's right yeah. This I, you know, that's how Steve is. Meatbag, Steve, aka Meatbag. 
Stephen Lendrum from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Check him out if if you're listening to this and you're from Arizona. He he plays shows, and I'm pretty sure there he does a lot of free gigs too. Oh, there's some nice soloing. Kind of a bluesy John Mayer esque solo. Yeah, I know he loves Mayer as well. Who can't? Who doesn't appreciate some John Mayer? There you go. If you don't like John Mayer, your lady is not going to like you. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's get dirty. We got some new Blink One Eighty Two. This is with the tri- the triad. That's quite a change. So it starts out with Tom. It starts out. So the song starts out with kind of that electric phaser shit, kind of like what Feeling This did. You might have to rewind this. <laughs> we might have to start this one again. So it starts out with that phaser. And then right yeah. off the bat, it's long. Short. You want to restart it? Yeah. Yeah, so it starts short. with that like phaser trap, which is reminiscent of feeling this. Ain't that cool? A little fucked in the head. Tom comes right in. It's like, oh, Tom's back. But he's not angels and airwaves, Tom. He's, he's being punk and like he's being goofy, funny. I'm a punk rock kid. I come from hell and I'm cursed. She tried to pray it away, so I fucked her at church. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, holy shit. There you go, dude. Like, just like cranked it to 11 right away. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm cool. The music, did you watch the music video for this? Oh, no. Is there one? Yeah, it's great. Throwback. Yeah. They're at a, like a carnival, kind of like a fall carnival. Tons of bunnies dancing around. They're throwing knives at each other. I think Travis Barker catches a knife in his mouth. We got Mark, Mark Hoppus. There we go. Okay. Vocal toss off. Ghost. I like, yeah, they get, this is a good song because it it gets both singers their parts. Tom's guitar doesn't sound all synthy and space wave. Whatever. Yeah. It sounds like this sounds more like what Blink One Eighty Two sounded like on Enema the State and uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. That's what I like, and the style of the song is kind of in that vein. It's modern. I'm happy that it doesn't sound like what that album Neighborhood sounded like. Some people are bitching about that, but. This is what I think Blink-182 with Tom back in should sound like. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you know how people put bitch about the non-vocable, non-lexical vocables. You get some of those right here, too. Oh, no. Yep. Wow. Oh, no. Look at this. I like this just random fuck by, from Tom, too, right here. Or shit. Shit! <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. Mess we started. It's a fun song. The chemistry is there again. That's what's cool, too. It's like, you can tell they're having a good time. They're not, you know, it's not like tipping on toes of, do we want to do this or that? It's like, oh, no. Yeah. Let's, let's have fun. Yeah. All right, so now we're on to some new track from Jimmy Eat World. 
This is a softer one, I think. <clears throat> Place your debts. So Blink 182's new album should be coming out in the springtime sometime. Like March, April, probably. This is a soft one from Jimmy World. It's good though. Kind of a symptom in the beginning too. Like woo. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. I don't know if these guys have announced a new album yet. I think this is the second single they've put out in the last few months though because they had one like a like maybe two months ago i think they put a single out like that That yeah and it was more upbeat than this this is a soft one that was a more that was more of a radio like okay this is gonna get some listens Are you able to see? Is do they have any? I don't know if they've announced an album yet. I don't think they have, but not sure. Let us see here. Jimmy Eat World, Phoenix, Arizona, or Tempe, or something like that. Mesa. Mesa, sorry, Mesa Town. That's where the band, um, which is part of the about Phoenix, you know, it's a suburb or whatever, you know. Uh, Mesa, that is also where the punk band Authority Zero is from. Doesn't look like anything. No announcement, huh? No, a non-album single and follow-up huh. announced in August. Oh, so it's just a single. Non-album singles, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you're looking for um, Jimmy E. World doing stuff like Pain, some of their like more upbeat stuff, this is their softer stuff. Now, they've always had songs like this on yeah. each of their albums. Wow. They, Yeah. But, you know, there's songs like this. When I saw them live, this is one of the best live bands that I swear I've seen. They, they were phenomenal live. They had a few, they played a song or two that were like this live. Uh, what was the one? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it was so damn good, though. It was just like, whoa. But they, you know, yeah. They kill it live. And this stuff, songs like this translate. This might be one of those songs that if you heard it live, it probably just packed a lot more of a punch. It's It's obviously softer and, you know. But it's like, whoa, this is good. <laughs> yeah. There's an ambiance to it. They're going, too. This is five minutes? Yeah, 510. Just, like, switches gears and goes crazy. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> Wait, what? Let's go. Double phase. Yeah, this is kind of like uh, um, oh, what's the band? What am I thinking of? Um, Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot. It's kind of like <laughs> Slipknot, you know. Um, no, it's more Maybe along not. the lines of like Death Cab for Cutie type of Death Cab kind for of sure, a, yeah, that type of vibe. Yeah, that's an easy one.
And then the fade out. Yeah, who's going to have a minute-long fade out? No, 20 seconds. Yeah, basically. Don't worry, we're speeding it up a little bit next. Wow, 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 wow. These types of songs together. <clears throat> this next one we got is a new one from Knuckle Puck. Um, pop punk band with the lead singer that made this kind of nerdy looking, kind of Weezer esque. Got the big frame glasses. Knuckle Puck's a great band name. See, there's a picture of him. Yeah. The one of theirs recently. Groundhog Day, baby. Yeah, this band's good. Their last album was one of my, was it two years ago? It came out. That was one of my top, it was at least in the top 10, too. It was one of my, what was the name of that album? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, their recent, their last two albums were phenomenal. But their their previous album was one of my top albums of the year. Twenty twenty. It was was it yeah was it just called twenty twenty? Yeah, it came out twenty twenty is twenty twenty, but with like a slash. Yeah, twenty dash twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that album was so good. This is a good song too. This is it's a knuckle puck song. They've had a couple singles. This is their. Yeah, it's an album. Yeah. So this is another one where they had five singles come out and then this one is unassociated with the other five. <laughs> it's totally a different lineup thing. Per yeah. Spotify at least. Who knows? Yeah. Really going on, boys and girls. Hey. So the song's called Groundhog Day. Have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? It's a classic. Uh, I Bill Murray. Not. You haven't? No, sir. Oh, you classic. It's funny. I can't do old movies. It's hard. Oh, this is, hard it's not watch. super. It's like I think it's <laughs> it's a nineties movie. I mean, Groundhog Day. No, it's old now. I guess. Sure, right. Well, no. I'm not really sure. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have Groundhog Day. Do I? I don't think I do. If it's Bill a Murray. 80s movie, mean, Bill, Bill Murray didn't do any '90s movies that were comedies. He did like dramas and stuff. <laughs> yeah, one with it might. I think it was Arno. early '90s. Look it up. Look it up. I, oh, there you go. I don't got a computer. <laughs> you got. You got the. You got. Uh, I don't know if I can move from the um, recording without fucking it up. <laughs> true. Groundhog Day, 1993. Very good. There you go, 93. Nice. There we go. Yeah, early 90s. Okay. Bill. That's a good movie. The story of that movie is he keeps waking up and reliving the same day he's stuck in a time loop, basically. Yeah, there's been a bazillion. He's a weatherman. He's a weatherman on Groundhog Day, and it's to see, you know, they're going to see if the Groundhog sees its shadow. And he ends up in a time loop, waking up the same day, same things happening over and over again. Shapeshifter, this is the Knuckle Puck album that came out. That was, so they had 2020, 
And then before that was, I, I'm looking at my wall, Shapeshifter. Yeah. Oh my God, such a good album. There's a song on there called Double Helix. Oh man. So this song was a little bit more, me- so one of their more mellow or type, mellow type songs is good. But they have some like a lot more upbeat. And here's your favorite band. New one from Hawthorne Heights called Dandelions. Oh, <laughs> I went and listened to these guys a few, like two months ago. They were playing outdoors. They actually sounded sounded good live. They sounded just like this. I was surprised. Amazing. <laughs> still out of place even in 2020 but whatever these guys are actually pretty funny um i know they're on they're on like tiktok and shit and the lead singer i know he's very self-aware of like the um, kind of like the jokes about him and shit. He's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're that damn emo band, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man. We're so depressed, blah, blah. I don't know. It's funny, though. I'm like, at least he's self-aware. <laughs> yeah, because the last time I watched uh, Census Fail, I think. Yeah. They were like all politically active and stuff. And it's yeah. like, this isn't what we're here for, I think. Cause I'm not it's, seeing it's not like you're a punk punk or rise against. No. Yeah. Rise against would make sense. Like that's what yeah, yeah. came for. But for like I'm a not a rage against band? the machine concert, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, eh, I don't really care about what you think, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of strange. Kind of strange. There it is. Self-aware is good. I don't know if this is just a one-off single or because they just put an album out last year, I want to say. So, I don't know. Got moved on. These Elder Emo. Elder Emo? Is that a genre now? Elder (laughs) Emo. That's what they call them. They're the elder emos. Al Blooms. We grow like dandelions. I don't think that was like the most catchy song from them. It's not a bad song. It sounds like a, it's a Hawthorne Heights song. There you go. Yeah. If you like it, you like it. I don't think it's anything game changing though. Poppy and punk. All right, speaking of Saint Estonia, the real there three days great. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. Man, he looks rough. Cool, I like it. <laughs> you watching the video? I know. It just shows me a picture of the band sitting on a couch, but the lead singer looks a little rough. Oh, the PlayStation <laughs> thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can change it. I can change the screen, I think. Like, this is the this is the real three days grace. 
When it all goes down, the savage comes out. Everyone's a wolf. Okay. Kind of some werewolf-esque themes. I like it. Everyone's a wolf. When the sun goes down and the moon comes out. Okay. Dragon. No yeah, uh, lineup for them yet. Huh? No 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 new nope. lineup or no projections. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the two, they've technically. Out, as Saint Asonia, they've put out two albums, I want to say. Yeah, just two. And they were both good. I thought they were both good. I you know <clears throat> this this band scratches that itch for three days grace much more than actual three days grace three does days, for me. Yeah. <laughs> three days grace just does it like, and he's the original singer and he's, you know, it's like he made the band. I think that band, it just sounds like a, sounds like a knockoff to me, it, obviously, but like, and it's not just the vocals or anything. It's the, it's really the writing. Like, so this song, I like the the metaphor of okay, everyone's a wolf. Like it's a little clever. It's not it's not groundbreaking or anything, but it's like okay, it's a little clever. This makes sense for what he would write. This would make yeah. a great three great, uh, three days grace song. But you go listen to them, and it's like I am machine. I never sleep. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Is this like some <laughs> it's teenage? Weird. This is, this is it's like weird what a kid. But a teenage kid's like, I hate my dad. He grounded me because I was out after midnight. Uh, yeah. This is like, okay, cool. This is interesting. I dig it. Everyone's a wolf. Uh, it's your werewolf. They have the lead guitarist from Stained. Oh, interesting. I wonder and if Stained is done. Right? Stained is like, they've hung it up. Yeah. They haven't put it yeah, out there. He was he was the OG from Stained. Oh, that's wow. interesting. Okay, it makes sense. Sonic, like sonically, sound wise, that makes sense that he would join forces with the guy from Three Days Grace, though. Huh. Nice. Okay, now we got a new one from Theory of a Dead Man. Dinosaur. These guys are dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. I'm are. just kidding. But they're very consistent. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah. Something or other? I don't know. I I saw a new song from them. Well. Oh, this sand thing looked familiar. I don't think so. It has kind of a um, the guitar. It's kind of a western kind of like a. Well, they've it's been heavy. a little. They've done like that. It's like bluegrass metal or something like. Yeah! Yeah! Last yeah! Couple years. Is that little riff the the whatever they're doing on the pedal there with the guitar pedal? Yeah, it sounds very almost bluesy, but then it. Yeah, but it's not too much. It's not too much of that bow wow. It's not too much of that like twang. It's not really twangy, but it's kind of like. What's that song like? You've seen a was it men in black three i think had a song the intro song it sounded like that you know that wow 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 but it's not necessarily bluegrass 
it's got a Western feel to it, though. Mm. They've had the same lineup for a while. Yeah. Uh, a couple drummers, but everyone else is basically the same. The one blonde guy with his head like shaved, but then he's got a little tuft on the very top. I don't know if you're seeing the same picture I am. He I'm looks not. like Filler from the Rugrats, though. <laughs> Let's check it out. Put a bow on that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let me just do a Google I image. I assume it's Phil because he's got a. So, oh, I he's assume it's ish. He's bald, but he's got the little tuft in the middle. So I was going to say, I'm not sure if it's Phil or Lil, but obviously it's Phil. <laughs> it may be Lil now. You never know what he From Rugrats grew up to be a member of Theory of a Dead Man. You heard it here first. It's just a theory of a dead man. <laughs> theory of a dead man. And who is that dead man since we're speaking about Rugrats? I don't know. Is it, is it is it Dee Dee? Oh, Dee Dee was a woman. Mm-mm. It's Uncle Stu, dog. Uncle Stu. <clears throat> Uncle Stu with the purple hair. <laughs> the purple hair. And that was insinuating that he loved that perp. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> He wasn't down in the basement making toys. He was he was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think all the kids were talking? <laughs> Wasn't that the dude from Californication that did his voice too? I don't know. X Files. Might have been. I don't know. And then they rebooted. They did a on Paramount Plus a reboot of Rugrats. They got most of the returning, most of the voice actors to return, but they didn't yeah. get the guy that played Stu. And the character Stu of Stu Pickles. and Dee Dee, the dad and the mom, Stu and Dee Dee have different um, voice actors now, and they sound horrible. Okay, back to some punk. We got new <laughs> MX Unstoppable. I haven't listened to this yet. I just added this one today. I saw it pop. I was like, oh, sweet. MXPX is a good um, they are so I don't know if they're still labeled as a I think they're a religious band but they've never one that like jam they don't they don't force it into all their music like you can kind of notice it in some of their older stuff but I haven't noticed it on their last couple albums though so I don't know maybe they were just on one of those labels their music's always clean, I guess. You you never they never cuss or anything. Oh, okay, one of those. I got gotcha. you. Um but they have had songs in the past that were like I think they had a song, one of their songs that sounded like this, I know was associated somehow with I think the Passion of the Christ soundtrack, but okay. isn't that weird? <laughs> but that movie <laughs> wouldn't have anything like this remotely at all. So, but I know right, they had right. something. It's yeah. an odd correlation. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah, because I remember I was listening to them, or I was like on their Spotify, and it pops up, and I'm like, "What?" Boom, 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 Um, their previous release was really good. I forget the name of it. Do they? 
can you look and see if they have anything announced for a new album? I can't remember the name of their last album. MXPX. Um, MXPX, abbreviated. Dot com. Abbreviated? What is it abbreviated from? Oh, no, I don't know. It's just MXPX. Oh. <laughs> All letters. Mixpix. Also known, also known as Magnified Plaid. Interesting. Allegedly. Is that on Wikipedia? Did you pull yeah, up the band? Me. Yeah. Huh. Life in Quarantine? Uh, that was self-titled. a uh, stream. So the self-title was their last one. Yeah, okay. Do they have one? In that? And that was like, what, last year or two years ago? 2018. 18. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah, in 2021, dropped the new live album, surprise yeah, yeah. live album, and uh, do 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 do. That's it. Because this single just came out. I don't know songs this year. Who knows? No news on that. No news on that. It's a good song. Sounds like MXPX. They they've stayed consistent through the years. As has um, the lineup. Yeah. They're, they're, if you like them, they're good consistently. Tay Tay, baby. Yeah, I don't know if you heard, but Taylor Swift apparently dropped an album at midnight fucking, last night. Yeah, fucking surprise album, get boys and girls. Look it was out, all over M&M. like Good Morning America and everything, I think. The song's Jay called Anti Hero. Smashing Pumpkins have a song called Anti Hero that's pretty badass. Is it this badass? I don't know. This is poppy. <laughs> this is quite poppy. It's a very obviously uh, it's Billie Eilish. I have a feeling one day she's just gonna randomly return to country, and it's like, what the fuck? Well, she no, has a good voice. Will, country will be so poppy that it will be the same thing. She just has to add the fake southern accent. Mm-hmm. She'll sew the ends back together and finish the circle yeah yeah she'll start singing about being in a small town driving a truck again or some yeah. shit but to a britney spears beat yeah <laughs> or hip-hop beat whatever whatever they were doing she's cashing in on the uh on the uh, stranger things stuff here with the kind of the sense and the pop yeah, 80s cents. 80s cent, dude. It's still going. Still, we've been talking about it for a, at least a year now. Yep, it's it's it's, a, it's going. I blame the weekend. She's a little though. I think her she last album, I don't think, sounded like this. This does sound distinctly a little, a bit different. Well, four she wasn't doing four. Four. Yeah, yeah, folklore. Folklore. So that one wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a return to country, but it had. It was folky though. It had it was so so. That's one thing I will give her is that she does does experiment and try different things. She doesn't. She's not formulaic, and she's got a good voice. Like she's good. She says the fuck she wants. Yeah. Yeah, I don't listen to her all the time, but yeah, same. Like it's like kind of like Kanye. Real, real. You know what I'm saying? No. It's like if it's if you have an album that's sort of in a genre that I vibe with, then I'll listen to it. But yeah. if not, then 
I won't, and it's not a big deal. I could see her collaborating with like Paramore, and it would work really good. Now, yeah, now that what's her name is solo, it's just like this, and it well, annoys me oh, when she does it. Speaking of Paramore, I think there is a new Paramore song on this list somewhere. We should have a new Paramore. We're towards the end. I don't see it. Yeah, it's at the end. Somewhere at the end. There's a dude. There's. Mine's showing we got an Arctic Monkey song next. Yes. But I think there's also a Paramore song on here because they did release a new single in the last two weeks. Anti hero. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift hanging in the 80s. What are the Arctic Monkeys doing? Haley so the Arctic William. Monkeys, they've been really like. Okay, this is funky. This is something else. Yeah, they kind of did this in the last album. Kind of this, um, what do you even call it? It's kind of bluesy funk. Kind of funky. Funk? Yeah, funk. They're like, yeah. Um, what I know the Arctic Monkeys for, and what I like, is they're more punk driven stuff. Like <clears throat> their uh, AM, their album AM, which had was that the one that had? Oh, I th I think you look good on the dance floor. It's like a fast punky type of song. Nothing like this, and they haven't done anything like that since. Though they like been doing this is like. This is like uh, David Bowie almost. This makes me think of David Bowie. These guys have 36 million monthly listeners, and yeah. I have never heard of them. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> never. They're really talented. Like, listen to the guitar. This is kind of like this is soul. This is like funky, dude. Wow! 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 They're really talented. I would listen to on purpose. Yeah, I don't listen to them all the time either. I just know who they are. But uh, so you you need to check out their song. I think you look good on the dance floor. I'm pretty sure we. You want to pull? Called? Click click on their you on your I'm end. Going to their albums. There's nothing named that. You if you it. click on, it should be right on their page, like their first thing. It's. It should be one of their top songs. Nah. It's it's called I Think You Look Good on the Dance Floor. That's what the name the name is? The song. Um it's it. on the album titled AM, I believe. Nothing. Uh do you wanna know is their biggest one off that at okay, a, what's the one after a that? billion and a half listens? What's the song after that? Are you mine? Okay, that what's after a that? Lot too. One for the Road, Arabella, I Want It All, Number One Party. That is one of their top songs. Look for their album that's titled AM. I'm pretty sure it's on that album. I Want to Be Yours, Do I Want to Know, Why'd You Only, only Call Me When You're High, <laughs> Are You Mine, Snap Out of It, Arabella. Those are all in their top ten just from that one album. So clearly that's a good album. In that album, though, there's a song on there called "Look." I think you would look good on the dance floor, or I think, yeah, I think you would. Do you see that song anywhere? No, I think nothing, it's on that. Album. Nothing even close to that. 
Oh, Ooh. this is another Taylor Swift song. It's the only I, I just put it on here because it's called Vigilante Shit. This one is awesome, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Best song I was like, wait, what? Already. I skimmed through the album, and this is my favorite song by far. Really? Yeah. The 808 pop. Boom. You don't see that song on there on the Arctic Monkeys? It's not on there, dude. It's probably Type. the lyrics, but that's not the name of the song. I, th- I think. Uh, Arctic Monkeys. Let's Google it. Try Googling it on your end. Better on the dance floor. I think you look. Yeah. Google. Yeah. Good on the dance floor. Is that the song name? Well, YouTube has it. But I bet called, I bet you would look good on the dance floor. I bet you look good on the dance floor, yeah. Yeah. So go oh, back to Spotify. Released in 2006. Yeah. What so, did in 2006? So go to that, add that song after this, because I just want you to hear what that like sounds like. And that's what made me think, that perked my ears to that band. But then like all their other stuff is like what we just heard. I'm like, what the how do you do this and then do like I can get blending the two but there's like one song like that add to cue or just add it to the are you not able to add it to the playlist I can't no I don't have edit I can add it to what we're listening to and you can throw it on there will that play it next I wonder for the viewers it'll play it next on this on our listen along Oh, okay. Hmm. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Yeah, it's showing. Okay, that's up next. Yeah, the cover of that album looks like Adam Sandler smoking a cigarette or something. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> That's funny. I think Taylor Swift was watching Stranger Things and she wanted to Got make something that's motivated. like it. Stranger Things. All right, here it comes. She's been dressing for revenge. Arctic so, Monkeys. Yeah. This is a banging song, too. One of my friend's bands play, used to do a cover of this and it's so awesome. This is different. Than yeah, see, it's completely different. Than what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why don't they do more shit like this? This is killer. He's got that like British. He's got that yeah, British. It's like Oasis on crack. <laughs> I, I can play this on drums. It's easy. It's so fun. It's not even vocal beat, it's just blast beat. Pop, yeah. bow, 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 bow. I bet you look, yeah. From 1984, but yeah, that's the difference. It's just like so different. I'm like, why don't they do more shit like this? This is because their previous album, I remember I reviewed it and it was called like Hotel Something. 
everything was like it was like lounge like it made every the whole thing made me think of a lounge full of people sipping whiskey and smoking cigars i dig it <laughs> like like this is like like where's this what happened to where did this go It'd be interesting if you saw them live and it's like they have like four songs like this or something and then the rest is all that and it's like it's all like that. I want to get let's party a little bit. Why would you party more like this? This is nuts. I love it. The breakdown's cool too here. Like dun, dun. this is like I mean this is some yeah circle pit like fun circle pit not punching each other this is some dancing <laughs> this is some dancing shit So it looks like my thing's showing on the queue that it's actually going back to their other song we just listened to or something. You might have to skip to whatever. You might have to look at the playlist and see where we are. Because it's going to another Arctic Monkeys song or something. I think that's the end, yeah. That's the end of my queue. Uh, it's it? not in the playlist. I can't add it. Oh, go back to the playlist now, I guess. So what was after T-Swift? That was it. That's the end. Of that it. was it. Oh, that was the end of it. Yeah. That's it for the. Wow. We See, we, we hit it all. We got it all. That's it. Boom shakalaka. Shakalaka getting spooky. Hour, an hour and 22. At least. Something like that. Something like that. If you've been listening this whole time, we just got Arctic Monkey. And how? All right. I'm going to have to invest in a new computer. <laughs> all right this worked for this time i mean i might have to do this again but yeah it worked for now i'll have to figure out what next week's album is i'm not sure what it is but i'll look we'll see what number 41 is on the list 41 see if we get as much good music next week i know right all right that's pretty that's a pretty solid list new blink new knuckle puck New story of the year. Shit. Shit. All right. Until next time. All right, boys. And girls. Peace out. Chickity check. And there it is. Chickity check, check, check it out. Spooky Tober, Spooktober, creepy. It's a spooky one. Been yeah. Uh, yeah, been a, a few weeks. Hiatus. A little hiatus. The anus. My computer died. I'm gonna have to get a new one. We had to figure this out. I'm using my PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation Spotify. Podcast. Well, I mean, the phone is usual to record, but you know, Yeet had to had to get the spotty on the PlayStation, and then I'm like, okay, we can. And then we had to figure that sync up. So, all right, cool, cool. Here we uh, are. You can push play. Let's this week's it. album is by this little um, band that was around for a while, known as The Park from Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln Park. Number 42 on the top 100 list of mine. 
Meteora. 42. Okay. <laughs> this was their second album, follow up to Hybrid Theory. Really this good follow up. Favorite of theirs. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great album. It's, I mean, so Meteora was a hell of an album to try and follow up. It was one of those. It was one of those cases where it's like this bit, they, they put that out and it was like, damn, that thing was massive. And it's like, can you even top that? I don't. So I think I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't have my list to look at right now. <laughs> I have, we did, we did hybrid theory early on. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was up higher. On, I think it's up higher on my list than this. Albums. Meteora is the closest thing to like, you can say it's better in some ways. Like they progressed. Yeah. But but media but uh hybrid theory was just lightning in a fucking bottle. <laughs> like you know, it's like yeah, if there was something that would, Yeah. Something that would follow up hybrid theory was Meteora. Was yeah, totally yeah. It made sense. And was yeah. totally still the shit in a completely yeah, different a way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure hybrid theory was like up towards my like top 10 somewhere. It was in, I think up that high. So just think about how many hybrid theory songs are on the radio. And then yeah, yeah. how many so, Meteora songs are on the another radio. Thing is, I think, so this, I gave like a, the base rating on, after a review was 4.75 stars. So just yeah. barely didn't get five stars. And I'm pretty sure I gave okay. hybrid theory five stars. Five. Yeah. But I mean, you could, like I said, you could make the argument. It's kind of like, I mean, it's like that with other bands too that had massive hits. Like, yeah, you know. And then they went on to meet minutes, minutes and midnight, and that was good. Still, like they were. Oh, still it was good, doing. but it was so. It was it was completely different. Not not completely, but it was. They did different things on that album than they did on these first two. Yeah. So this a was a good spiritual successor to what Hybrid Theory was. And then when that came out, it was like, this is different, but it was really good. But yeah, that's, that's where they started though. blending some of the different elements yeah. in as they went on. Yeah. But it still had the hard rock stuff from like yeah. Hybrid Theory, Minutes and Minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bleed for sure. Out. Yeah. That was a big one. Bleed all along. And what year was this? 2003. 2003. And the hybrid hybrid theory was 2000? Was it 2000 or 2001? Yeah, 2000, 2000, I want to say. So this was three years. Yeah. And I remember the hype leading up to this. Like, it was like after hybrid theory, because that they wrote that for two years. It was like, dude, huge. And then, well, in the middle there was reanimation. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, they do that Jay Z thing. Was the Jay Z thing before? I thought it was after this. Jay Z uh, thing came after because they did because they did numb off for Spotify. Yeah, it was. But they had reanimation. Reanimation was basically a whole new album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was twenty. Yeah, reanimation in between that album and this. Let's see. When the, I want to say it was before the Jay Z stuff. Let's see. Jay Z Lincoln. Mike Shinoda. They're all their yeah. spiky hair. 
on and then to go with this thing so my screen's showing like a band back then so you got mike shinoda with his two big hoop ear (laughs) so funny they have red hair back then he had blonde hair in this picture red hair he I, i think he he probably i think he had red hair in one of the music videos for this album he did for the first album. He had red hair. Somebody did for sure. And then he had blonde and red hair, but everyone had this. They had the spiky hair then. It was before he like shaved his head. Yeah, spiky hair. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Collision course? Is that what it was? Collision course. That's the one with Jay Z. Well, they got. 2004. It was after this. Yeah. I remember so faint was a that's what we're listening to it was a huge hit, and I remember, I remember my dad like mocking this crap. So, yeah, he sounds like a he sounds like he's gonna kill himself. Well, and then he killed him. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, yeah, it's spoiler alert. You remember that? Uh, remember this song? You're gonna listen to me, like it or not. It's a very aggressive song. No. I won't be ignored. He doesn't want to be ignored. Oh. Yeah, but you could listen to uh, Soundgarden, and you wouldn't think that that guy would kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Same Nirvana, right? Wait, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Nirvana. <laughs> I could see that, actually. Maybe Nirvana. That's a little too grunge. <laughs> a little too grungy. And then there's uh, Robin Williams. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. This podcast is about to get very dark. It's Halloween time. Ooh. Michael Myers, you know. No. Damn yeah, plot twist. So the new Halloween, Michael Myers just decides to kill himself too. That was it. <laughs> just it. kidding. That would have been a hell. That didn't happen. I'm joking. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine that though? Like, that would have been nuts. It's like that would have been nuts. Oh, Myers, he's on a killing spree. He killed himself. Wait, and what? They, they do like a mental health. Then there would be no resolve to like. They'd be like, wait, he find he just like he just offed himself all of a sudden. What? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a wild conclusion right there. If you or anyone you know is struggling from <laughs> depression. <laughs> That's the way it ends. It comes up with like if yeah, it comes up with that message is the credits roll. <laughs> They're like that. Uh, that logic song. Be, be the most confusing shit ever. The end of Halloween. Like that'd be nuts, man. So this song is from the inside. Nice melody here, and then this was a single. Okay, this is toward the end. They used a lot of they did a good job on this album of blending in some of the softer tones of the band with they put some piano you didn't hear as much piano they no. they but they didn't over they didn't overdo it though like this song's a great example of that is you got the piano ballad going on you got some really uh nice melody but then you still got the aggressive nature Speaking of the track after this, nobody's listening. That oh, yeah. that one is hard. Oh yeah, yeah. This one's melodic. This one goes hard too when he gets yeah, to right the here. screaming. Yeah, 
Yeah, this goes right into nobody's listening so good. And, and and this and the thing about this band in Chester is like you heard this on the album and you're like, damn. But then you see them perform it live and it was just a whole nother beast. You know, it's a lot of times when bands make songs like this, it doesn't translate well live because the they can't they can't get that full oomph and that full power of that. Chester Bennington could. <laughs> You see him do this live. What's that? Corn had that same thing. Like you saw a corn song live, it was like, whoa, this is better than the album, dude. Yeah, it's just like, whoa. This was one of those rare occasions where wow. I never saw them live, but obviously might go see them. Oh, never mind. That would done, done. And then um and Numb was one of the. I don't know if this was the first single or the second single. Numb's the last song on the album, right? Yeah, I believe. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's a yeah. It's interesting to have a huge mega hit be the last song on the album. And like the slowest of the slow songs that they've ever come out. Yeah, yeah. But this is sort of this album in a nutshell, I think. Yeah. But like this song, even you, the piano, mm-hmm. piano again, yeah. mixed with the piano, and obviously Mr. Han back there scratching away a little bit. Mr. Han, like mastered this whole mix of this sound because like you can hear other bands try this and it doesn't sound as good. They managed to like blending this piano into this, but it's still heavy as hell. Like, like a lot of times when you add those elements into this type of hard rock, it can take away from the the power it holds. But they found a way to just blend it so well. Yep. Oh, they're on Warner Brothers. Yep. Let's see who uh, produced Meteora. Maybe that'll explain everything. Out in the undertow. Don Gilmore. Don Gilmore. I think I've heard that name before. Is that the same person that is that the same dude that produced their for the album before it? Or is it a different I wonder? Um let's see. Yes. Same producer yeah. as the one before. So okay. who produced the album after this? Was it the same guy or was it a different person? That's a that's the other Minutes to Midnight, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin, okay. Rick Rubin popped in there. There we go. So that that sounded a little different, but that was also a change of the band experimenting with stuff as well, obviously too. Thousand Sons also Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin, really? Living Things also Rick Rubin. So Rick Rubin took over after then. Oh okay. Uh Mike Shinoda is actually credited as a producer on most of their albums. As going forward after that, or is he credited on this album as well? Yes, yeah, starting on this was it this yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, no, starting min- minutes to midnight actually. Minutes to midnight, okay, that's cool. So this guy also produced Lit, a place. Oh, okay, fun. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a great classic album. Eve six, Eve six, and Horn nice, Soap. nice. 
Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, uh, Avril Lavigne. Yes. Okay. Now we're on to, we're keeping it in the same vein. We got a new song from Story of the Year who got really big in the, after, after, after Lincoln Park had taken off, these guys came around. Um, they have a new album on the way out. I don't know when, I, I don't know if they've announced the release date. This is the second single from this album. They just did they what, have, a, like a re-release? No. They, have you listened to this song yet? No. It's good. So it's really melodic, but it gets heavy. Just kind of, it's very similar to what we were just listening to with uh, oh, real life. Lincoln Park. We did do real life. Yeah, we did know a lot. Yeah, yeah. So this one's interesting. This is very story of the year, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds great. And uh, the album cover, the album art, the falling guy, that actually harkens back to their very first album. That's why I which thought was it was Page like Avenue. A, a cover. Or something, so, but I guess not. yeah, the cover of their first album, Page Avenue, is actually a it's a over it's an overlook of the city. And it has the outline of the guy falling like that. So it's the falling guy falling to the ground. And now they have the guy falling and there's like flames flying up behind him. It's pretty cool. Breakdown, son. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've never seen these guys live and I've always wanted to. They're supposed to be so good. Story of the year. I don't think I have. Yeah. They might have slipped through the cracks. The guys, the lead singer, what's his name? Dan Marcella or something like that. They uh during during the like co uh the you know when uh when the pandemic when a lot of things you know concerts got canceled and shit, they did some uh they did some live streams playing acoustic and stuff and yeah, he sounds great acoustic too, but guy's got a good voice, but he can also thrash a bit. I love it. Well, they've been around for 20 years, damn near, so... Yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah. They still sound exactly the same. Yeah, that's... Yeah, they've stayed true to what they... they, Yeah. They've... They've done... They've kind of tried new things, but never deviated too far from the core of their sound. I wasn't too big on Wolves, their last album. Yeah. That was five yeah, that, years ago. that one did get a little, I want to say slightly electronic. Not too much, but a little bit. This sounds a lot more in line. It's kind of like they did that and then they, um, they're, they're back to the core sound of what they had on those first two albums. And I love it. So I'm excited that for that good. one. I like that one. All right, we got a new one from Filter. I don't think I've listened to this Dang, one. Son, Filter. Filter is pretty badass. Still going. So their biggest hit isn't really like a lot of their music, which is interesting. Which is their song "Take a Picture," which is a lot softer and acoustic sounding almost. But they get heavy, and fil- Filter Filter's in line with kind of Lincoln Park, Nine Inch Nailsy, kind of like. This has like yeah. a techno, a little almost. industrial, almost. Yeah, and indu- yeah, that they, they they're industrial like Nine Inch Nails. To the, this has a catchy hook to it too. I, I dig it. I don't know if they have an album announced yet. I want to say they put another single out like a few months back. 
I think they've put like two or three singles out in the last year or so, but they haven't announced yeah, we've it. We've done a couple of filter songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done a few new ones. Yeah. But I don't know if you can see if they have announced an album or anything. I don't know. I don't think they have. Uh, yeah, thinking back to when we did this last, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, last I remember, they had that's some dope bass, that's real, like clangy. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's sort of that industrial sound. Yeah, for sure. Filter's one of those bands, like, I just remember hearing, like, like the song I mentioned a minute ago. Uh, take a picture. It was huge on the radio, oh. in the, like ninety nine, two thousand. They got started They're... by the singer and guitarist who left Nine Inch Nails and started Filter. Oh, really? Who so that? that? Oh my God! <laughs> who knew? I never. We learned something. I didn't know that. So yeah, Filter does funny. have a Nine Inch Nails connection. Yeah, their state were ex members. Wow. Okay, that's cool. We got an album coming out. Next year, cool. Does it say when? Is it early next year? Um, let's check no date. Year. For the Beaten, this is the first single. Yeah. Uh, spring. Just says spring. Yeah, so we'll have a couple of And we'll get to a single for here in a bit. I don't know where it is on the line. Couple of these bands saying, "Yeah, we're gonna release an album next spring." Yeah, spring can mean anything. Yeah, it could mean uh, March. It could be end of May, beginning of June. June, if it gets <laughs> delayed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> June is technically summer. No, July is summer. There you go. All right. Yeah, I dig. I really dig filter. They're, they're, they, all their albums, they, they got some, they got a good discography. Um, title of record is the one from 99 that had Take a Picture. It's a great album. Um, and then I can't remember the name of the other ones. Oh, the Amalgamite, I think. That's one of my, that's my favorite album of theirs. Uh, it's from like 2000, 2001. 2002, Amalgamite. Okay, there we go, 2002. Yeah, it's a weird name. It's a cool album, though. It's got a song called Columbine, which is about Columbine. Oh, my God. It's so nuts. So now we got a new one from Alter Bridge, which is another band that was huge in the 2000s. Early 2000s yeah, I remember yeah. them. Yeah, I don't I, I don't them really... as a Christian band. Is that, Were is they? that true? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're on a label. Who are these people? I want to say they had an album like two or three years ago that I reviewed. I wasn't crazy about it. They had, I can't remember what their big hit was back in the day. They had, they're one of those bands. They had one hit that was huge. Like this this is one of those bands. Like I can really appreciate them. Like their instrumentals and stuff are great. The singer's good too. I just, I'm just not huge on listening to them all the time, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of... 
uh what's a band they, what's a band they sound like i can't uh, i can't put my thumb I'll on it pick a metal band or a power metal band like uh yeah i get like this i can almost hear i actually earlier today i was listening to the little iron maiden Geo, i get a little yeah, iron maiden, maiden Geo. Feel from this song yeah this one for sure yeah i don't remember them sounding like this though they were just yeah, some general radio cool. rock band yeah I'm going to dip out and grab a little water. I'll be right back. There you go. <laughs> Two seconds. Ten seconds. Activism. Hmm. Heavy yet melodic. Who have they toured with? Let us see here. And I'm back. And I'm back. They've I don't have a with like everybody. Alter Bridge has? Yeah. Um... Oh, okay. The guitarist, bassist, drummer were all from Creed. Oh, really? Lee guitarist and founder, this guy, bassist and drummer, were members of the band Creed with Scott uh, Stapp. Interesting. That's what it was. That's what it was. Creed okay. broke up and made this band, Alter Bridge. That's yeah, right. with arms wide open. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I wonder the lead singer should try and sing like that. Just <laughs> make a, a cover, but it's like uh, yeah. Saint Sonia. Spoiler alert Saint for later, Sonia. but yeah, yeah. Like we're yeah, definitely Saint not. Uh, definitely not. What the hell is this band? Oh, I spaced it. Oh, oh, from Adam Adam yeah, Gong band. Yeah, yeah. Three Days Grace. Yeah, yeah, kind of how that's... Uh... Santa Sonia is definitely not Three Days Grace, but... Uh... Speaking of, I think Santa Sonia has been putting out a... I don't know if I have a new song of theirs on here or not, but... I thought I saw one. I think they have something coming, too. Yeah, it's on here. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Right when you this said that, I was list. like... This is a list, boys and girls. You're not even prepared yet. You might have to two-part this, honestly. It's, if it's I, a long one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Well, it's because we haven't done anything for... So it's yeah. kind of like two weeks worth. And then I was like... I don't even know that I added everything I would have added from this week. I don't know. Last week was heavy. Yeah. All right, so... Next up, we got this new song from Bush. Have you listened to their new album yet? Shark Bite. Is it out? Art of Soul? Yeah, came it came out last week. I reviewed it and I gave it four. It's good. It's a good album. Really? From it's a good oh. album. I like this one already. Yeah, it's a good album. <laughs> I think I gave it like 4.75 right, initials. That's uh, going in the library. This is a good album. Very so their previous album was pretty solid. The, yeah, this album, I think it's one of those, like, I think as time goes on, it's going to even grow on me. Like, I'm going to appreciate it even more. It's a good album. I was like, yeah. my first listen, I was like, okay, it's good. I dig it. I dig it. And then I was like, this is really good. And then I listened to it again. I'm like, this is a damn good album. <laughs> like, it's it's got, this is a Bush album. Is a... This might be the best album they've put out since they got back together. I don't know. They're they're 
So the Sea of Memories was 2011. The one after that was pretty solid. And then they did they did Black and White Rainbows, which was really like mellow, which is probably my least favorite of their albums they've put out since they got back together. And then came out a year, like two years ago was pretty solid. But this album is just like, this album feels like they took like everything that was good about their, those three albums out of the previous four that were really good and combined into something amazing is what it feels like. So it's like, hmm. yeah, when they go soft is sort of, I don't like those Bush songs. I like the Bush songs that are upbeat. I like Bush, but it needs to be trimmed. (laughs) <laughs> they are a softer rock band. I get that. But when they go like all the way ballad, so, it's like, no. Yeah. So they're, they were originally, they're just a grunge band originally. Uh, yeah. In the early nineties. Sure. And then, yeah. So they get a little grungy on some of this new stuff, but it's all, it's alternative rock. They get a little bit of that grunge nature throughout this album at times, but I think I I said this last time we did the the last single, but I didn't know they were from Britain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that probably sounds really stupid. Yeah, see this sort of like there's breakdowns and stuff. Like it's a rock band. Some of the heavy guitar, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this these things is like okay, this is where I like Bush. I feel like they try and go too mellow, and they just. Yeah, there there's a mellow song or two on this album that they're really good though. Like it's not too mellow, you know. They have a good balance of that. I'll have to spin this one this week. Yeah, definitely listen to this album. This might be one of my favorites of the year right now. I want you, you're a shock bite. They got a new drummer for this one, it looks like. Oh, really? Huh. Was the drummer they had, like, the one they've had for... OG, yep. So, I wonder if he, like, based on their age, I wonder if the guy just retired, possibly, too. All right. So this is, we so we're listening to You Irritate Me, which is a Green Day demo for Nimrod, which I think is 25 years old or something. Doing, okay, there's a couple metal bands that are doing the whole 20, 25 years thingy right now. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to this yet, actually. You can tell it's a demo. Yeah, big time. Sounds good, though. Yeah, it sounds like Nimrod Green Day. You get a little bit of okay. thing going on. Guitars this is a good a thing for them to do because they they are they have a new album on the way, but they haven't no announcement yet or anything. <clears throat> they are playing a huge festival with Blink One Eighty Two in next July in Las Vegas. Them and Blink One Eighty Two are the headliners, dude. Of the next year's When We Were Young, so I have a feeling they'll have a new album out before then, or they'll be promoting it then. Yeah, or four singles. Yeah. It'll be out in April. Yeah. It sounds like a 90s punk demo. 
Yeah, yeah, which it is. <laughs> totally accept acceptable, yeah. Oh, they had a little hiccup right there. Yeah, it sounded like it. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. They, lo they lost the beat on that one. That's funny. It was intentional. It was punk, dude. Right. There you go. <laughs> Weird sort of vocal thing there. Boom. Okay, now we got a new one from Head. And they've put out a couple singles, but haven't announced a new album yet. But it's on the way, I think. So this one's called No Tomorrow. I don't know if you can see anything about a Zebra Head album. They don't got nothing. Nothing. Nope. That's since 2019. Yeah, their 2019 album was really good. Uh, here it is. Uh, I got it on my wall. It's Brain Invaders. That was a good album. That's the one. This Could band, be a um, side? Maybe it is. No, they. I think they got a new album there because they put a few of these out, and this artwork with the skeleton and the pink stuff and. Whatever's going on with all this, oh. they, I, I don't. They put a few out, unless it's B sides. Last oh, album yeah, yeah. or that's a lot. One, two, three, four, five. This is their fifth one. It is wow. Uh, in the last year, and then in twenty twenty, yeah. they had a couple. Yeah. Twenty nineteen, they had a bunch. I wonder if they're just throwing out singles randomly and they're not part of an album. I don't know. Could be a way to do it. What how, What are the streams yeah. looking like here? Couple million. Oh, this one has... Oh, they just... They put out four and then they put out a whole long play of it. Okay. So huh. this one is not associated with all the others from last year on Spotify. Yeah. So that's interesting. Maybe this is a different set, you know? This isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Zebrahead's a cool band because I, I can't really say any other band that necessarily sounds just like them. They're they're a punk they're like a punk band, but they have this kind of dancey I don't know what it, it Kind of poppy, yeah. but at the same time, we just heard a guitar solo, so yeah, yeah. Too. And I know they—they're one of those bands. Like some of their songs have been in like the Tony Hawk games, and they're—they're they're mixed into the skate culture, which is awesome. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, they're—they're they're a fun band. They're—they're they're a fun band. Nothing on their wiki. Nothing interesting. What made the year? That was their big. That was their big hit. Getting all hyped on the play. Spotify. Of the year. They got a uh, all friend. All my friends are nobodies. Is their biggest. Song. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great song right there. Thirty-three million. Yeah, that's a great song. All right, now we got a, a new one from Rise Against. From the Nowhere Generation. So I actually have this whole thing. So. Well, their album, Nowhere Generation, which is their most recent album, came out a year or so ago, two years ago at this point. They released a B-side album, and I haven't, I think, I think it's, I think these are all B-sides. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I haven't listened to the whole thing. It's only five. It looks like. EP, yeah, just five tracks. So this is this time. It's personal. Nowhere Generation was an awesome album. I loved it. Yeah, that one got me. It's been yeah. a while since Rise Against really got me, and I think Nowhere Generation did it. Yeah. It grew. It took a while. Yeah. But it, it got there. And, and it had a bit more aggression at times than some of their last couple albums. I think it that's got what a little it was. More, yeah. Because yeah. every album, I always wanted, I wanted to sound like, you know, Siren. Yeah. Well, Siren the thing is, like, I, I know Tim, Tim McElrath, isn't, I don't think he's able to scream like he used to. True. But. That- that happens a but lot. we can still have some bite, and I think they did that on their last album. They found a way to kind of incorporate that without having to blow his voice out. Yeah, I think he's better that way too. I don't think he we yeah. really need screams, but when he does yeah. like just aggressively talking, I yeah, feel like that yeah. gets rise against. Yeah, that's like their shit. Kind of grit, like singing through gritted teeth a little bit. Yeah, exactly. The bass sounds different on this. This is interesting. A little more '90s punk. Yeah. Fender, very Fendery. Yeah. I wonder if they changed something there. Joey Principi. Yeah, I was like, wasn't there bass player Joe Principal? Yeah. Yeah. Man, the myth, the legend. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> It's the Joe Principle of the base. <laughs> Polka beat, baby. Polka beat, yeah, always. Can't go wrong, dude. Brandon Barnes on the drums with those polka beats. Dude. Bring Zach Blair on the guitar. Looking like with his bald head and stuff, you know. Their drummer, yeah, their drummer, uh, Brandon Barnes, or their. He's not super flashy, but like some of the fills, they, man, he's a great drummer. He's a great drummer. Brandon. I don't hear his name mentioned a lot, but he's a damn solid drummer for this band. Always has been. He he's pretty creative. Like he holds it down. He can hold he holds it down, but he has some cool little fills and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Um, right there. I used right yeah. A lot of Rise Against on uh, Rock Band, and those are some hard yeah. beats. Yeah. I know a lot of it on the drums. I know a lot of it. Because he goes from the punky polka beats to, like, just a mellow 4-4 four, four yeah. sort of it's rock beat. Between. Yeah, and then yeah. goes back again, and you're like, whoa, hold on, what did we just yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely up there. Rise Against is a great fucking band altogether. Yeah. They just could be more punk. Always. Now we got, let's see. Speaking of. Oh, Anti Flag, who's got a new album coming out at some point. Speaking of more punk. This song has someone from Kill Switch Engage. Modern meta, meta. Yeah. Featuring Jesse Leach of Kill Switch Engage. 
Jesse is he Lee. there singer? Is he just one of the guitarists? Uh, let me see. I'd see if I can. Jesse Leach. I would know him if I saw the picture. Oh, it's the old singer. Or the oh. original singer who is now also still the singer again. Yeah. Oh, okay. They had switched at one point. Yeah. Howard they, Jones they, came in, the black they, dude. They kill switched and now they're engaged again. They did. It was a really weird thing too, and they at some po- at one point they were like transitioning, so they would duet on stage. Oh, interesting! Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like if some dude took your wife and you just became swingers together. Feel <laughs> swing engage. Feel swing engage, dude. Feel swing engage. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, man, speaking of like the marriage type of stuff, I mean, that's what's going on with like the Blink-182 over there. You know, they got divorced for a that's while. What and mean. Like, so how step- that, how's that work then? Stepdaddy's yeah. has visitation? Yeah. Stepdad, and stepdad said, you know, stepdad Matt Skiba's like, you know what? It was good while last day. I'm stoked that dad's back or mom's back or whatever. Dad's back. <laughs> Get it, guys. I'm going to go hang out with my trio over here. Did he just step down, or is that official? Yeah, or what? I think it was all mutual from what I can see. Damn. Like, I know Matt, I know both Matt and Tom uh, have put things on social media say, praising each other. Like, oh, okay. Tom said something like, Thanks for you kept this band alive while I was gone doing other shit. Thank you. I am appreciative of what you did. And then Matt Skiba was like, thank you. You know, like it was, it's mutually, they're cool. There's no bad blood at all. And I think it was, I think Matt Skiba joined the band knowing that I think it was part of the thing like, hey, this eventually Tom will probably come back, but we don't know when. It could be three years. It could be 10 years. I don't know. So. We'll get to that here in a few songs. I don't know where that is. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, speaking of, this is the halfway point. (laughs) So, speaking of that being the halfway point, we should probably... um, Bust a cut? We should probably cut this and take a little break here. Let our listeners listen to some messages after this song. There you go. Messages. (laughs) If they're still with us. (laughs) <laughs> we say, we saved the good shit for last. There is a lot of good music on this we're still, podcast. We're still getting into it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because we get, we got to say, oh, yeah. my screen shows me what's coming up next. I can't, yeah. I could, I could look at the playlist, I guess. But so you want to go ahead and pause it, I guess. Right at zero. Boom. Cool. Oh, 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 speak at the end of that song. It had the little non vocable uh, added to the list. Vocables, whoa, oh, 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 oh. Gonna complain about that, everyone. All right, so <laughs> yes. we're gonna take a little break and we'll be back with some chili yeah. pepper. Go potty. We're gonna take a cigarette break because <laughs> the song's called My Cigarette. We'll All be right, right back. 